Hello, and welcome to Movie Reel. I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I am Kevin Tracy. Welcome back, everybody. And what movie are we doing today, Kevin? I'm actually really excited about this movie. We, we kind of picked this one kind of uh, like a spur of the moment thing, but uh, I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited about this movie. It's uh, the 2018, I believe, movie Annihilation. Oh, 17? Okay. Wait, actually, you know what? I'm going to check. No, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's 2018. Oh, anyway, it's the uh, movie Annihilation starring Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaacs. Um, You're right, 2018. Yeah, when, I just remember. Yeah, I was like, what? I, I'm like pretty sure it was right. It was, I remember um, when this movie came out, it came out around the time of Black Panther. And I remember we. Yeah, that's right. For the other, for the old show, Black Panther was non-negotiable. Like we were going to do Black Panther. But I remember we both, I remember I really wanted to do this and I, it just never, you know, it just didn't happen. I to try and see yeah. this. It, for the most part, yeah, Black Panther took priority because like that, like everyone had to see that. Otherwise you'd be kind of left in the dust. Um, and that, and that was, and that was pre Infinity War and Endgame. So we weren't sure like, oh, like well, what's this going to lead into? So we, we had to figure out how that was going to play into that whole, uh, Infinity War Endgame saga. Uh, but yeah, this game kind of slipped under the radar, not only for us, but a lot of people. Not that many people went and saw this movie, unfortunately, which is a shame because this is a pretty solid movie. I, I enjoy this movie very immensely. It was uh, it was funny. So when it came, I um, had told one of my friends that for this week we were doing Natalie, uh, Natalie Portman's Annihilation. And she's like, oh, yeah, we didn't like that movie. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 when, when I first watched this, I watched this with my dad, like randomly on TV. Like we, we like found it like on demand or something. And we're both like pretty big and like sci-fi and like horror and like, you know, like stuff like that. Um, so this movie seemed like right up our alley. Um, I'm watching this movie. I'm fully invested in it. I, I could not take my eyes off of it. Like the visuals, the characters, the storytelling, it, I was hooked immediately. And my dad, on the other hand, he was like, struggling not really struggling he was just not really into it as much he, he's more of like a concrete is like all right here's the alien this is its motivation this is what our protagonists are trying to do to stop it that's not really clear in this movie it's it's more of like a a, a cosmic horror type mystery which i felt like kind of hurt the movie because it was marketed more of like a sci-fi uh adventure fantasy type movie yeah, um, this, uh, this, yeah, this movie's definitely different. So, yeah, like I said, it's it came out in 2018. It is rated R, um, and for good reason. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yikes. Um, and it, yeah. So critics gave it an 88 percent. Audiences gave it a 66 percent. Um, and basically, if you're unaware of this movie, the basic gist of it is a biologist, Natalie Portman signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. So, yeah, I will say it's, um, I'm not into horror and sci-fi for me. I, it just kind of depends on the story. I don't really, um, yeah. for me, I care more about the plot and the, that, and the concept as opposed to the genre. And yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah. And, and that makes it kind of difficult for horror because a lot of them have a pretty, shoestring uh story to begin with like you, a lot of like modern day horror and like sci-fi and like combinations of like the two genres 
have like a very simplistic storyline that can literally be summed up in one sentence of like he's a bad guy who likes killing or good guys are trying to stop him that's it that's the story of about 80 percent of like most modern sci-fi horror movies like especially like stuff that are like on the sci-fi channel it's like mad scientists make something it goes bad they try to stop it <laughs> this movie is because i feel like also a lot of sci-fi tend to more it's that it's like science-based but it's more like action adventure than actual yeah. science-based this is definitely science-based um oh absolutely it's, it's yeah over, it's a very just very different so it it I will see the trailer. I rewatched the trailer prior to this, and the trailer yeah. comes makes it seem like it's a lot more straightforward than it is. Um, which I so it's a little misleading. I will. I mean, it is what happens, but it's so we, okay. Uh, we'll just start from the beginning. I I had I will say I did yeah. stop a lot and taking notes. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> um, yeah, the, were, yeah the, this movie it, it's something. Yeah, so, sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, it's yeah. Lots like, of process. Just, I had to keep stopping and taking a bunch of notes. Like it was, um, just. I mean, lots of process. Yeah. So when we first start, when this this movie the movie starts, so Natalie Portman, she's in like a like kind of a white like, not, not like she, she's in like a quarantine facility. Yeah, and guess who she's getting interviewed by? Wong. From Doctor Strange, I was like Wong. Uh, portrayed by uh, the actor Benedict Wong, whose character is Lomax in this. Doctor Lomax, who is conducting an interview with Natalie Portman's character uh, Lena, and he's from from the questions that he is asking her, we gather that she was in the Shimmer, which is this weird uh, biohazard area where like the laws of nature like really don't have any solid tangible rules she's been there in there for four months and is the only survivor of her team that went in uh prior or uh, uh in the events of this movie prior to like this scene uh because this scene takes place like the entire movie is like told like in flashback or like in story form uh and this is like the present uh this is like the future present of in the beginning of the movie which i thought was kind of cool does um, it specify and- in the very beginning that she's the only survivor uh, I, I don't think they specify that in the very beginning, but it is heavily implied that she is the only survivor. Because she's the when, only one that is in the interview, I guess. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she's the only one in the interview, and literally there's like 20 people outside of her containment cell just watching this interrogation w- between Benedict Wan uh, and Natalie Portman's characters. Uh yeah, it, it it's it's trippy and it's like kind of like oh like what what happened? <laughs> it's like what what happened to get from point A to point B? You know, nothing about this movie is like, and not even just the concept, just the way it was directed. Not it's not like anything I've ever. Nothing really came to mind that I could compare it to. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's being interrogated. It then kind of, I mean, it, I guess with a flashback, it's just a quick a little bit. Like- explanation of what happened so something landed on earth attached itself to a lighthouse did it specify where what state this was in it just said it was Um, expanding yeah so somewhere off the coast in a like a like a marshlands area i i assumed that it was somewhere like near uh the east coast somewhere i was was thinking like uh, yeah because it's a lighthouse yeah yeah, 
Yeah, it's like somewhere in Maine, just like there's a lot of like swampy marshland, but it's like also later on in the movie they they encounter like an alligator. It's like, wait, they're not in Maine. Alligators they they're not that far up north. Like what? <laughs> that's that's too cold of a climate for them because they're cold blooded. It's like, are they in Florida? <laughs> it's like, where are they? Well, she we know so she teaches at John Hopkins University, which. I'm not entirely, I know that, I think that's, yeah, New England or Midwest. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. I know the name. I know the school. I, I mean, for the most part, like, the, the general geographic Maryland. location Maryland. doesn't really have anything. Okay. It's so, a, like, yeah, yeah, the general geographic location of this movie doesn't have, like, a major impact on the movie. It's just more of, like, where, where is this? <laughs> it was more, it's more of, like, a general curiosity at this point of, like, where where are they? <laughs> this is confusing. How did no one notice about this? Um, so yeah, she um yeah. she's yeah. So we see she's a biology professor, um, and so there's so she's like talking about the cell and how it divides and and it's 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 very it's an act it's science fiction and it's very based in science based on like very yeah something very basic in science though too which is so I think most people can understand. Um, yeah, but also worth noting, um, she, this is a ba- this is a book. This is ba- this is a trilogy, apparently. Oh, I did not know that. So the first book, I guess, is Annihilation, but it's the trilogy is called Southern Reach, and because that's okay. where that's where they first, you know, that's where the Shimmer is, and that's where they go into is the Southern Reach. Um, and yeah, so it's it's I guess it's a trilogy. I don't know if they're making more. Uh, I I don't think so. I would love for them to do that, but yeah. yeah. So, it's pretty stand on its own, though. I gotta say. Yeah. Um. um yeah, but the, the, main, the main reason why I don't think they're gonna make any more is um this movie had a budget of forty million dollars, which is a fair amount to make a movie. Guess how much it made worldwide? I'm assuming maybe sixty million. Forty three million. Oh, okay. So, so it made three million dollars. Yeah, but. Yeah, but according to Hollywood, if it doesn't double its budget, it is technically a financial failure. So uh, this technically did make money back, but not nearly as much as they uh, were hoping for. So that does make it a little bit difficult for uh, a movie like this to potentially make a sequel when apparently not that many people seemed interested in seeing it. And uh which is a shame because this is yeah this is a good movie I I, I genuinely enjoyed it the themes are just a bit it's not yeah. like indep- it's not an indep- I don't think it's a part of an independent film like it, it was in theaters you know what I mean it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like in a small theater that no one saw it. like so yeah I I can mean okay if it didn't make that much then fair enough but um yeah so she's a she's a biology professor and we see uh she's in class class ends her lecture ends. And she's the student walks up to her and they start chatting. And so I don't, the student who never shows up again, I just thought the little side conversation with the student was kind of unnecessary, but that was just me. But, um, that, I, I don't even remember that. If anyone saw crazy rich Asians, she is in that. I'm, try, I'm never trying, never saw to that movie, her name. <laughs> but she, I am trying to look at, um, the second I saw her, I'm like, Oh wait, I know she looks really familiar. And uh, her name is Sonia Mizuni. She played uh, Armita. She's the one. It's her wedding that they're going to in the movie. Um, oh, but okay. anyway, it was like, oh, her. But anyway, um, there was so then right after that, um, a colleague of Natalie Portman 
says, hey, my wife and I are having a barbecue if you want to stop by. And she's like, no, she, no. And she, yeah, she, she, yeah, she seems like really cold and distant towards him. And later on, we, we figure out that this uh, this character's name is Daniel. And well, yeah, we also figure out uh, why she seems a bit distant. And um, later on in this like conversation, like uh, further on, like a next scene, uh, we learn that her husband played by Oscar Isaac and Poe Dameron in the recent Star Wars movies, if you, if you don't know who that is, um, uh, is a special force uh, soldier in the Marines where uh, Natalie Portman and him met and uh, were eventually married, uh, is has gone missing after going on this special mission like a year ago, and he's still missing and presumed dead at this point, and she's still kind of in mourning because she was never really, it, it was never really confirmed whether or not he was dead or not. He was just MIA uh, in some unknown region that uh, they couldn't tell her for some unspecified security reason. Okay. Um, because yeah. that makes more sense because um, I felt like, so yeah, so he invite for, actually, before I jump ahead, this movie jumps back and forth a lot. Oh yeah, constantly. It's like a, and I realized it finally clicked later. It's like a, it, it's it's like broken up into chapters, but the way which I, I won't get to it now, but it's broken up like chapters, and so it jumps back and forth. So yeah, we see like we know she's kind of mourning. She doesn't, and she starts to paint her bedroom, and then yeah. who comes home? Oscar Isaac. Oscar her Isaac. His, name's, his name's Kane, and she like runs and hugs him. And I realized it. Th- th- this is when I noticed a lot of the behavior in this movie especially in the first third of a movie really bothered me I didn't buy it and now I'm now that we know now that I because I thought she just thought he was dead and her behavior when she saw him it didn't strike me as if she wasn't treating it as oh my god he you're you're alive no it was like he was missing and came home and I'm like okay that makes more sense now because at the time I'm like it didn't it didn't I didn't buy that. It didn't come off like he had been killed. It came off like, yeah, he was missing and it hadn't been very long. Yeah. It, well, it, it's yeah. At this point, it's like, he like went on this mission like a year ago and like a flashback. They have like a very like touching, like, Oh, like I miss you. Like a goodbye. like, just look up the stars and just know that like somewhere in the world, I'll be looking up the same stars or, or something like that. She's and, like, what um, the hell? What kind of a person? What, what do you do? Is that what you think I do when you're gone? Yeah. And you're like, ah, it's funny. She's not yeah. like reg. She's not. She's not a girly, like, what you know, like the damsel in distress yeah. wife. Oh no, she's a total badass in this movie. She, she, yeah, she like uh, her and Oscar Isaac's like met in the military. She's like a former uh, U.S. soldier who specialized in biology and became a college professor. And later on in the movie, she like she she knows how to use a gun very competently, uh, more so than the, like the majority of the people in her team. Uh, one of which is the actress who played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah, the uh, group of girls which is pretty, I thought pretty cool. good. It's Tessa Thompson, yeah. who is Valkyrie, uh, Gina Rodriguez, uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, and I. I don't. I'm not familiar with the other actress cast. I'm not. Wasn't really familiar with her. Yeah, uh, uh, Tuva. Yeah, yeah. That that's uh, played by Tuva. Navanti, I, I think that's how we say your name. I apologize in advance if I butchered your last name. If you were listening, because we all know you are, this is a popular podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it, yeah. It, 
when um, Kane first shows up, it it is presumed that he was MIA and presumed presumed dead. Not it was never confirmed if he was dead or not. It uh, Natalie Portman is just kind of like led to assume that he's been dead since he's been missing for over a year in some unknown security restricted area that the U.S. government cannot and will not share or disclose that information. Later on, we learned that he was in the Shimmer that entire time and is the only known person to go in and come out alive or or at all actually no no one's come out um so that was like a really big deal so before all that um they go downstairs she's and he's at the table and she's like asking all these questions that he can't answer and he's just acting very i was thinking the word my mom would my mom we used to say this to me all the time and she said it so often that i thought it was a regular word Turns out it's an Italian word, and she's the only one that's ever said it to me. But I thought I heard it, but I heard it so much that I thought everyone said it. It's Stenati. It's it's like you're kind of spacey, not really all there. He's just kind of he's there, but and he's answering, but he's like, I don't know, I don't remember. Like yeah. he's just very. And I thought it was weird. Like she's getting frustrated that he's not telling her anything. And I, but I wrote down she doesn't seem she didn't seem bothered at all by his behavior. And I get okay, we don't know what he's been through. We don't know anything. And she's trying to get a sense of it, but she he's not yeah, acting I, normal. And even it's like, it's one thing if yeah. he's not even acting like, he, he's just, is he, he didn't even, he just was not acting normal at all. She didn't seem at all concerned about that, or maybe she was, and that's why well, she's asking all these questions. Well, I I, I think she was, I, I sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I think she was more or less trying to like, give him some space because I, I assumed that she thought he was under like some kind of like PTSD or some kind of like mental break. And that's why he was kind of talking in a very uh, robotic tone and kind of just giving short, like one word answers and really having no memory because I, I guess she assumed that it was like so traumatic that he has since like blocked it out. And that is why he's kind of seems a bit, off and kind of broken right now um so i guess she's just trying to give him some space it's like no it's like it's okay we have the rest of our lives together or do they dun 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 if he was missing in action would it be would he just show up if he no you know what no I mean? he like, wouldn't <laughs> it, well, yeah i'm like wouldn't there be in like a chain of command like medics or his his superior saying you know, they don't have last name. Do they have last names? Just Mrs. Whatever your your husband's your husband's home and like. I don't remember her last name. I just know that her name is Lena and Kane. Uh, also, I I really like his name, and I think that does have significance towards the end of the movie. But that I, I'll get into that once we get a bit closer to to the end of the movie on why I think his choice of name is significant. He drinks some water. He's basically at, he's saying like I came home and I recognized you. And something, you know, and then she, he takes a sip of water and there's blood in it. He says, I don't feel well. They're in an ambulance. And then the ambulance is, somebody stops the ambulance, takes them all out. And she's sedated. But by a bunch of guys in like blacked out like SUVs. Like, oh, this is some like government like cover up shit right now. It's like something's going down. And then it just cuts like on screen. It just says uh, Area X. Yeah, which cool name just a cool name (laughs) the next time though we get one of those it says the shimmer and so i thought based on when it was happening i thought it was just doing it per location it wasn't till the last one did i realize oh no it's like chapters 
Like it's breaking yeah. up and it's, it was because it was Area X, then the Shimmer, and then I'm like, yeah, like I see, like I get Area X. <laughs> I don't know what you know what I mean, but she wakes up kind of in so she wakes up um undisclosed location. She's in like an orange like prison jumpsuit. I didn't understand why. Yeah. Um, I thought that I didn't really understand why her clothes maybe quarantines way. I don't know. It's- I think they were just like being like overly cautious. Like if she like came in because con- she came in contact with like Oscar Isaac, and later on we find out that he is the only one to come out of the shimmer, not, not even just alive, just just come out of it uh, and more or less intact and they're not sure if he would have any like residual radiation and since she was in close proximity it would make sense that they would like torture her clothes and give her some like a, a jumpsuit basically it just happened to look prison orange yeah okay uh, i just i felt like there were a lot of these especially in the beginning there was a lot of these little things like mannerisms or just small decisions where i'm like what was the point i just felt like that happened a lot and so like yeah like her being not really questioning at all his behavior or and again like i i don't know anybody in the military so i don't know what that's like for them to come home so i can't yeah base it off anything it was just from what i've seen in other movies and tv like that's all i have to go off and it just seems something yeah. there were certain things that seemed different than what i would have expected well- I, I, I could be wrong, but I think like the, the, the procedure is if the person is MIA and if they are in the right state of mind, they have the right to withhold uh, to like their chain of command telling like their next of kin uh, if they are alive, if they've already like made arrangements and it's just something. I, I could be completely wrong and just them just show up in person is not out of the question. It's usually done through a chain of command and they're going to give like some kind of note at them like at the airport or yeah um, that's just what i thought was weird like but then again you find out this wasn't just a regular like military so yeah he was like i said so he so we meet dr ventress who's uh jennifer jason lee she's a psychologist or psychiatrist i don't remember which one it was but anyway yeah (laughs) yeah but she basically uh she's kind of asking lena some questions like did he contact you and she's very like cold, cold, like throughout most of the film. Um, and she then said yeah, he's sick and he's having like internal, like pretty much it's organs shut down, internal bleeding. So we don't, and they show her the shimmer and it this complete anomaly. No one's come out. Uh, I, I kind of want to separate there. This is like really like the first like real time we get to see the shimmer and, this this is such a cool visual just from like a cinematic standpoint when we see it it, it like you know that look when you um have like a, like a drop of like oil like mixed with water it's like very translucent and like kind of like has like a rainbow sheen to it and very glossy looking and just constantly moving uh and like uh like god it, it like kind of coagulating and just kind of meshing with like the water and the oil it's like you know that look the visuals are definitely really cool in this movie. It's kind of yeah, like this. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it, it's like a shimmering wall, like a clear shimmering yeah. wall, but you can't see what's behind it quite. But you just see all these yeah. colors. And so yeah. Natalie Portman meets a bunch of these other girls. So Gina Rodriguez character. Um, so their their name. So Jenna Rod- It's Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson. So their names yeah, Do- are Doctor Ventress, Anna, Cass, Josie, uh, Josie and Josie. Is yeah, Tessa Thompson, um, Gina Rodriguez is Anya, 
Tuva, uh, Tuva, I don't want to even attempt her last name. Yeah, no, Cass no, Shepard. Cass Shepard yeah. is her, is her, uh, yeah. character name. And, um, they basically, they're going, they're going in there. It's a, yeah. all, and, and Lena makes note, like all female scientists, which this movie is very, for me, to me, I, it wasn't actually, ironically, it was Black Panther that showed this to me. The best female representation is when we don't focus, we don't forget the fact that we're women and focus on the fact that we're people. And just, you know what I mean? Like, I get, I'm so, oh, so done with, like, yeah. the whole, like... Preachy, preachy feminist kind of spiel. Not even the spiel, but just, yeah, like, if, if just the pointing out that someone's a woman... And like, or, you know, like, it's just, just, let's just show women doing things as opposed to saying they can do things. And so I will well, say, I, I, I think that, I, I think that, that she went out of her way to say, it was like, oh, like, it's like the first all woman team going to the shimmer is like, I think they did that because like all the other teams were like all men and they all perished. They weren't sure if like, uh, like an all female team would like psychologically or uh physically react differently yeah no and that's, uh, being that's, into the shimmer that's because, fair. They, because they had no previous data beforehand um so i guess that makes sense why they they, they specify it's like oh it's like it's an all the first all-female team so i didn't feel like it was coming across like preachy or like overly pro-feminist i felt like that was just like okay that's just a logical thing to tell us like yeah this is the first all-female team Let's see what happens. Let's and like, I didn't, I didn't okay, think it was, cool. I didn't think it was preachy either because the rest of the movie is just like, it's, you know what I mean? Like the gender is irrelevant and that's how, Oh yeah, that's, absolutely. That's what I love. That's how it needs to be. And so, but no, it was just when they said the word like female and I was like, ah, like, I just don't like, I think I just get <sighs> sick of like specifying. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. When they point out something obvious like that, it's kind of it's kind of annoying and weird. It's not preachy at all. Like it's really like it's and there's no like they're just a bunch of badass women, and that's just that's and that's just how it is. And that's that's what I like. That's for me. Like that's why I love Black Panther. There was no question on the women doing all these cool things. It was just yeah, that, like they do like it, that's that's how it needs to be in film, and it's starting to do that more. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they're all going in, and then Lena tells Ventress that she wants to go in, and then Doctor Ventress uh, kind of specifies. So she, Lena's saying there, why are why are you going in? Like you don't, you know, she doesn't need to go in. But I guess the bottom line, yeah, because like Doctor Ventress is like she's like one of like the head researchers at like Area X from what from what I understand she was like kind of like one of like the head honchos there so it's like wait why are you going into a place where there's literally no guarantee that you'll return uh like for the most part this this may or may not be a one-way trip and yeah and, she yeah. just i guess she needs to know why yeah. this is happening that's kind of the gist of it um and so lena though they decide lena didn't tell them that so they said like some guy came out only one guy came out but he's really sick and dying and she didn't say that that's her husband. Yeah, the only one on the team who knows that Lena's husband, Kane, is like the one who made it out. Is yeah, Ventress is the only one who knows that, and she's like, okay, like that's your thing. I really don't care if you want to tell them. Go ahead. If you don't want to tell them, go ahead. But it might bite you in the ass later on. And for the most part, it kind of does because a couple of the yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah, one of the girls just has a 
she snaps. We'll hard. get there. I don't. We we yeah. shouldn't jump ahead. That uh, yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I get why she kind of didn't want to say anything. She didn't want to come off like. I think she didn't want them. Like you know, she only cares about him. Like I kind of get why she kept it a secret, but I also thought like, I don't think it would have done that. I don't think they would have prevented her from going necessarily if they yeah. had known ahead of time. Uh, maybe like one of them would have. Um, but anyway, yeah. so she doesn't tell them. They all go in, and then that's when we get are in our next chapter, and it's the shimmer. But no, yeah. they're not right. They don't. It doesn't just cut to us being in the shimmer. It cuts to Lena. Like waking up in her tent. No. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's a flashback. Yeah. Lena's having sex. Who? With Daniel. Oh. Yeah, she, she was having an affair with her, her colleague who was also married. And uh, uh, yeah, she doesn't know but know it, but Kane is downstairs and is aware that they're having an affair. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, later. I know I, he I, was down. I didn't. I know she. So later. So we just get this quick cut of them having sex, and she kept saying before that she wanted to go in because she owes him, and then yeah. it's and I'm like, oh, because she's that was the thing. I'm like, is it is she cheating on him, or was it she thought he's dead, and is that really cheating if you are think I, you're I, single? But now, but then the next time we can finish this, the next time we cut yeah. back to them. Um, he, she, yeah, like, no, she's cheating on yeah, her husband. Yeah, 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 Kane is downstairs and is, like, hearing, like, this whole thing. And, like, later on we find out, is like, this is, this happens before he was deployed to go into the Shimmer, uh, unbeknownst to Natalie Portman's character. Uh, but, I mean, later on she does eventually, like, call off, like, the affair with Daniel and they... No, he's downstairs? Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. I remember him, Daniel, saying, like, your husband's gone all the time. We connect on like an intellectual level. And she's like, what about your wife? And he's like, I love my wife. It's like, okay, well then why are you cheating on her? Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, that answers that question, bud. And then she, yeah. Later on, we do see like, uh, Kane is just downstairs in the kitchen, just sitting at a table. And it's like right after, like, it's like right after, uh, uh, Lena and Daniel like have sex. And, I think this is like the second time it jumps to like the flashback of like that affair. And like right before we get to the flashback of uh, uh, him being deployed. Oh, okay. No, I thought, I thought, so this, um, we're jumping ahead a little bit. We'll go back when they first, oh, yeah, yeah. when, when they're, they're in the shimmer and they arrive at, this is like Lena's house, but obviously nobody knows this and it shows like, yeah. And it, and there's like a cuts to like Oscar Isaac just sitting. And I thought it was just, Oh, this is where they had that conversation. This is the last time she was there. I thought that's what it was. I didn't think, I didn't realize, I didn't think it was during the affair and he's downstairs. Yeah. But I thought um, that was a whole when, when separate the, thing. Yeah. No, like, but yeah, when, when they're they're they enter the shimmer, they find out it's like, Oh, like how long have we been here? Like, they, they literally like wake up from a campsite and they're talking. It's like, I don't remember setting up my tent or like setting up this camp out. It's already like midday. We, we came in like, like early, like late evening. And based like, on there's food, no, they, they've been yeah. there like a few, like, I think, I think they said six days. Yeah. They've been there for multiple days. And it's like, 
that like I, and they have zero memory of anything that's happened since they first entered the shimmer to just like now so it's like how like this is and they're already kind of starting to lose it uh, just based off of that they're, they're really unnerved and unsettled by the fact that we've been in here for almost a week and we don't remember anything like what what did we do what what have we seen like what what happened and they they never really touch back on that uh, which I think is kind of cool because they're they're focusing more on like the present rather than the past of what happened, what did we do? Let's focus on trying not to die and survive because they do encounter uh, later on. They encounter a, a an uh, an alligator who tries to eat them, and it's not a normal alligator. So they ride it's, to this little yeah. like it's like a little river, lake, whatever, and there's like a little house. They're checking it out, and um. They and Valkyrie gets swooped. (laughs) I look at we'll just call her Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie goes in and says it's clear. No one's and so Lena though is noticing though that um she's like all the plants they all are coming from one vine. They're all different plants. They're all coming from one vine, which means they have to be the same plant. Uh, But they they all are varying in different like species and like cross mutation and it just they're all yeah they're all coming from the same plant but they're all like single mutated uh multiple mutated stems coming from the singular vines like what the hell's going on like this this isn't a thing that should happen it should be one clear mutation across an entire organism not multiple micro mutations on a singular organism and that's a, a, a recurring theme throughout this movie of micro mutations, I, I guess you would call it. So yeah. And then uh, Valkyrie comes out of the house and there's, she's like, Oh, no one's been here for weird. And then she's just grabbed and thrown back inside. She's being pulled underwater. Something's grabbing her backpack. They get her out. Turns out it's this giant albino crocodile. Yeah. And they kill it. Uh, um, Lena just yeah, it- <laughs> destroys it, like, and they, she then decides she's, uh, Gina Rodriguez is, like, opening it up, or Josie is her name, she's opening it up, and yeah. Lena's looking through, and she's like, it, it basically, it's like, she's like, you can't cross species, like, you, you know, you, like, so it doesn't really, none of it, it's just all, it's just anomaly, 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 and so it's yeah. definitely clear, it's like a mutated version of a crocodile. Or alligator. Yeah, yeah, because they open its mouth and it has like, uh, like a separate like set of teeth like down its throat. Like it's like constant like circular like garbage disposal type uh set of teeth like going into its mouth and like alligators and crocodiles like they don't have that. They just have like the main like set of teeth like in their maw that and that that's pretty much it. It's just all bite force. This thing looks like it was like built to like bite you down and like swallow you in and just munch you as you came in and it's just like that's not possible like alligators don't have this and it also has like similar mutations uh inside of its mouth similar to the plants like it it, like mixed with the plants it's like wait these things have like the same like base dna like that's not possible like this this these are two very separate species like that's a plant and this is an animal that's not possible they should not be able to coexist like this so they they keep they keep going and i'm trying to think of what happens right after this um they 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 come across the previous outpost that they had to abandon because the shiver kept expanding and this is where um they discover 
a, a, a videotape that Kane and his team left. And this is some like the more disturbing scene. This is one of the more disturbing scenes in this movie. And I actually read up a little bit on uh, this scene. Uh, this scene, I, I found the scene on YouTube. It's literally just like the videotape scene or something like that. And in the comments, uh, people were saying it's like, uh, I remember watching this in theaters, and about five feet people in the theater left when this scene came on. They, it was apparently a lot of people found this scene really disturbing, and I can't exactly blame them. I can't because, blame them. I, I was like, ah, yeah. but I wasn't like, I wouldn't have left. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a pretty, it, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty visceral scene, but I mean, it's not something that's so out there that like oh this movie deserves like an x rating or like it needs to like we can't yeah like we shouldn't see this movie it's it's too much um but yeah what wh- yeah why don't you why don't you tell them what what uh they show the audience so really quick they they arrive they see all of these names including canes and they realize oh like they're this was the last group's place like they're like they're crossing off based on who's watching and they decide to kind of follow the same plan. And then they come across this little, like a chip, they come across like a chip and like a, yeah, like an SD card and they just put it into their camera. And <laughs> it's Kane. He, one of his, uh, the people he's with, he's like freaking out. Kane cuts open his stomach and it's like, instead of intestines, <clears throat> it's like some kind of like a, it's like a snake or something. It's moving. And it's, yeah, it's pretty gross, and um, and 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 you and you see him put and you see and yeah, and you see him put his hand in it, and like the 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 snake intestine thing is like moving around in his hand, and they immediately shut off the video, and one of the girls saying like, "Oh, that's a trick of the light." It's like, what? You're a scientist, and you're just and you are automatically discrediting video evidence of what you all saw and all unanimously agree aside from you that his insides were moving you were a poor scientist Matt. this is gina rodriguez's character who was i guess a paramedic and she's saying i've seen yeah. really messed up stuff it, it's, it's just a trick of the light and no she just kept saying that and i'm like i'm guessing she was more saying that to convince herself but yeah, I, I mean, it, I don't know. And it's like you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> they then, um, yeah, no, she she's like very much like the hot tempered, like uh, like character of the group that is. I like, felt like there were times it, where it was like they were trying a little too hard to make her tough. I'm like, we know, we see. I I got it. Like I don't know. It was just not like too. It just there were a couple. There was like one scene where I'm like, we get it. Like just calm down. It just it just yeah. came off a little like relaxed it, it felt like she, yeah she they, they it seemed like they were trying to stereotype some like the characters in the group like oh we got like uh it, like i was getting a lot of like um alien aliens vibes from this like oh we got like oh we got like the badass marine over here and we got like the guy who's like the tech geek and we got the guy who's like a total coward and just it, it felt like they were kind of like encompassing like that kind of group dynamic of like uh, like badasses trying to survive and like their like faults and personalities and I felt like they were trying to do like replicate the same thing uh, with this and this was just like the hot tempered one where it's like if it's not done her way or if she's not the one uh, leading the charge that if you like if she gets pushed too far she's going to snap and she's going to take you all with her and, and she almost does yeah. oh yeah yeah she almost does <laughs> So she and um, uh, Valkyrie, they got this really adorable little, like, friendship. Uh, like, she's yeah. just very protective of her. 
So uh, Josie, so which is Tessa Thompson's character, she we don't really it doesn't really explain why, but she um, there's a scene where Cass they all kind of are talk. She's talking about so Cass and Lena. I think this is before this scene. They they definitely are the ones that they've they kind of bond in uh, with among these women, and she's saying like everybody like everybody's here for you can kind of tell that they're it's a they they're here because they don't have a reason to go back like a lot of them are like it's like oh like she's like alcohol like uh like she's an alcoholic like a recovering alcoholic or like she's a recovering like drug addict uh like she cuts herself like she has cancer and dying it's like uh like my whole family's dead it's just like they they all have like very tragic like backstories and like reasons of like if I die, like it's not going to be the end of the world for me. It's like, they're, they're all like going in knowing that like, if like they don't come back, like they have not really nothing to co- go back to other than some sad existence that they call life, <laughs> according to them. Um, after they find the, they watch the tape, they find, I guess it's like, a, I mean, wherever, we don't really know what kind of building it is, but there's like, there's like a pool area. There's no water in it. Yeah. And I, took it as it, it, it was a pool but it, it has since been drained yeah the guy so the um they find i i thought it was the guy that they just saw on the video with the thing inside him there's a body uh, yes. up against like a wall his skull is all the way like like several feet up above his body and it looked kind of just like whatever was inside him just kind of came out it's pretty gross yeah, it, it, yeah. Basically, it, it's it, yeah. This is the the character who in the videotape we see get cut open by Oscar Isaac's and have like the like the snake intestines. And his lower body is at the bottom end of the deep end of this pool, and his upper body has uh kind of sprouted into like this huge fungal plant that is like like plastered itself on the wall and rooted his uh like upper half and his skull all the way to the top of this pool like almost at the edge of the pool um and it it is a really horrifying scene but also visually very fascinating to look at it's like i don't know what i'm looking at now that's like a recurring theme in this movie of this is really cool to look at even though this is a truly nightmarish visual and this movie is just chock full of it. And I absolutely love movies that have uh, scenes like this of just constant visual. Um, uh, I, I, I'm trying to find the right word, but it's like, basically it's like ho- not really like horror porn because this movie is like, it's scary. And like, that's a scary image. And I, I'm really kind of like, I'm, I'm down to just like watch more of this, but it, it's just so visually recognizable for this movie that it's just like as soon as you see that it's like oh annihilation i really like that immediate recognizability really for quick this movie. so when you said when you said horror porn i was thinking like a horror porn like like a porno that's like like a okay porn yeah not porn. what i meant you meant like like food porn kind of thing yeah it's like something that's like really cool within that genre is basically all i meant by that not like oh a, a horror porno movie it's like get your mind out of the gutter sam come on <laughs> i don't know what you watch um i don't watch that <laughs> <laughs> i like horror but i don't like it that much um, <laughs> like what what like you've, you've never heard the term uh torture porn for like the saw movies no but now I i'll have. take your silence as a no <laughs> i said i said no <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, 
Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it's night and they're all they're taking the first uh, Lena can't sleep and she basically is I don't I don't I know later is when she checks her blood and basically they see they this they're they're they all come to realize whatever what they all it's the shimmer's affecting them essentially yeah she later on she eventually like checks like her blood and realizes like hey my blood's changing um and i think she eventually does like ch- check everyone else's but um later on we do see uh uh i think it's josie um in her her cuts because she cuts her wrist um there's like a couple like weird uh like like uh sprouts of like plant coming out of her arm like very very small and not so noticeable but later on that does become like a a thing where i this is like way later on in the movie but uh, they come across like this town where uh there's like a bunch of like flowery like rose bushes they're people formed in the way that are like completely huge yeah they, they look like people and later on she like literally like walks around the corner after and she disappears and it's later assumed that she became one of those plants that looked exactly like a person because she immediately disappears and there's no way she could have uh uh wandered off uh that quickly um because they all eventually like either disappear or die or mutate to the point of insanity so uh, they and, yeah. at this place i believe it's this place um cat uh, uh lena goes out to Dr. Ventress is on, is the first watch and Lena doesn't really want to sleep anymore. And they're kind of talking and then, uh, they hear something. Cass comes out and, and they, and they see like something just broke through the fence. Something's on its way and Cass gets taken. And it's like some kind of, we know we, we we kind of gather some type of bear. That's all we kind of know. And, they yeah. then the next morning they're all like they kind of are what do we do now and ventures is like so the they the goal is to reach the lighthouse where this whole thing first started and she's like well we got to keep going we haven't reached the lighthouse we haven't found out what's going on yet and um uh Gina Rodriguez and Tessa Thompson want to go back and Lena's like, yeah, like we, we, yeah, it's like we gotta find, we gotta find Shepard, we gotta find Cass, and Lena is like, I'll, I'll find her, and she manages to track where this like bear's like lair is, and finds like her dog tags and a bunch of blood, and it's like she's she dead. She her body. It kind of looks like yeah. when they find Barb in the Upside Down. Yeah, she is completely mangled. It's like she, she is dead. <laughs> but um, so or before this, um, Lena's like. You're right. We should go back. But it took us six days to get here. The lighthouse is only two days away. And they already pretty much inferred, like, once we reach the lighthouse, that's on the coast. We just kind of follow the coast back. So, and they're like, so we got to go in to keep, to get out. And she's like, yeah. So they keep going. Yeah. Then she finds, she decides to go find Cass. Like, they need to know what happened. And they're like, find her? And she's like, yep. Like, and she's like, yep, she's dead. I think they all knew she was dead, but like they still wanted to but, yeah. know. They yeah, it's like they, they don't yeah, they don't necessarily believe her or like they, they, they doubt and later on you hear uh Cass shouting for help. Like she's screaming for help. It's like 
wait, she's oh my dead. God. Okay, What's right, going on? Before this, so... Yeah, that, that, that scene oh God. is truly terrifying, and I absolutely love Probably, it. Probably, yeah. It was it was messed up, but it was definitely... A, it was a solid scene. So we um, they keep going. This is when they arrive at... It's Lena's house, and we're seeing all these people. It's like, it's like plants that are grown in the shape of people, and this is when... Um, so uh, Josie... Tess Thompson, she says, like, she realizes, like, so the shimmer is, like, I don't remember what exactly she said. I I don't know science. But it was basically, like, it's kind (laughs) of taking, like, it's, like, fracturing everything in a sense. And she's, like, if you tested our skin and the leaves on these plants, they're all, it's people. Like, we can, you're gonna, and so it's kind of, and they realize it's messing with their DNA. This is when, um, uh, Lena at that night like checks her blood and sees that it's changing but so they're in her house and so I thought oh this is how they're gonna find out that Oscar Isaac is her husband because they're gonna see like pictures on the wall or something because it's her house that's yeah or, that's what I thought and it's not then she wakes up Gina Rodriguez is holding a gun at her and is this she's holding up the locket or she's holding up the locket later and she's like you lying bitch. And then knocks her out. And then all three of the women are tied up to chairs. Like they're gagged. And she's basically just kind of, she's kind of, this is when she snaps. Oh yeah. She, she snaps. And she's like, I like, how, how do we know she didn't kill Shepard? Like we, we never saw a buddy. We, we never confirmed it. And later on we, and during this, we hear Cass who we know for a fact to be dead. We hear her outside screaming for help. It's like, help me, help me. And she it sounds really far. It's like, what the hell's going on? She's dead. Like, this place is, like, really messing with us. Or it's like, we, I, I wasn't sure. It's like, are they all hearing this? Or is that just what uh, uh, she's hearing? And she's just crazy. And she runs out and hears it. And we hear her fire a gun and her, like, being attacked by a bear. And this bear comes in. And it has no face. It's, it's so, just like it's, it, it. The design yeah, for the bear it, it, is skull horrifying. is just there. Its face is just its skull, and it is terrifying to look at. And it opens its mouth in front of them, and you hear uh, Cash Shepherd's voice coming out, yelling, "Help me!" And it's like that is that is terrifying. <laughs> and they're all just trying to be really quiet and stay still. Um, and then. I mean, at this point, I think we kind of, I, I kind of thought that Gina Rodriguez was dead. No, she gets, she's still alive. She gets up, she shoots at it and it comes and attacks her. And then you see like her intestines and it's, it's pretty yeah, death wise. It, it it's, it's pretty graphic. And then, um, yeah. Lena and Ventress are, are trying to break free from their chairs. The uh, bear eventually goes after Lena and okay. So prior to this, when she's in interrogation, or being uh, in being interviewed at the uh, like in the flashback, she yeah. she has the tattoo on her arm that uh, Gina Rodriguez's character had, and I'm like, okay, and I think I I then I'm like, and then later when she's holding, I I don't know if I thought this at the time, I thought that that was her arm, that that was Gina Rodriguez's arm that was just become attached to Natalie Portman's body because when she gets attacked by the bear. I swear her arm was up and I thought I saw him like go after it. And I'm like, Oh, that's how she gets the tattoo. Cause like, 
she needs an arm or something and they like whatever oh uh, i never i never noticed that i you could be right but i i generally did not notice compl- that but no her her and then the next shot her arms just like what i'm like okay so maybe that's not the case but we never get an explanation on why she has that tattoo and so i don't know if my theory is cor- i feel like we would have seen that like that seems too big I- of a I'm gonna I'm gonna need to rewatch the movie honestly to to confirm or deny that I I I'm not saying you're wrong I'm just saying I don't have the fact to disprove or agree with this which is fine like I don't care yeah. if I'm wrong I was just like why why there was no explanation on the tattoo yeah I I genuinely didn't notice that there was a lot to fo- there was a lot of major things focused that I, I was focusing on, on yeah. in that scene and that that was not one of them so um, after this um so uh. Josie kills the bear and then Ventress leaves and is like, I'm going to just go into the lighthouse. Yeah. She, she just books it. She leaves, uh, Natalie Portman and, uh, uh, Valkyrie there. And I'm just calling her Valkyrie and eventually. Yeah. And then she, she like goes and like walks around the corner and like disappears. And like, we assume turned into like one of the, uh, flower tree bushes that look like the people. Yeah, so it's the next morning, and they're talking, and she basically says, like, either way, we're gonna die, you know, we, we want to fight, it, like, I don't think I want to do either option, and yeah, and that was the thing, is, I wasn't sure if the leaves were already growing out of her, or if she put them there, I, for a second I thought they were just on her arm, and then I realized, oh, no, like, it's growing, and so I wasn't sure if it was, like, she put it there and said it or saw it and just accepted it. Um, I feel like it's the latter, yeah. but I, I think, she, I think, yeah, because at this point we, we learned that she's like, she, she cut her wrist and she's like prone to like, potentially like have like suicidal thoughts is like, she's essentially like giving up and accepting that like this thing is essentially mixing and fusing all the DNA of any and all living things that this thing touches to the point where, um, they they even say that the bear that ate cast is like, do you think the thing just mimicked her voice that it uh, after it killed her, or that it just absorbed a m- so much of her DNA that that was actually her saying "help me"? It's like, oh, that is a really disturbing thought that the bear may have actually still had some of like Shepard's DNA in it after eating her. That it just kind of became that she kind of became part of the bear, and they they, they kind of like tease around with that idea a lot and like at this point Valkyrie is just like we're all just more or less just merging with everything in here I'm just deciding to do it of my own choice and she walks around the corner and just disappears and and Selena just kind of has like she gives herself like you know she cries she's breaking she's alone now she decides to keep going she reaches the lighthouse which I thought was like I don't know. I, I, I thought they was, I mean, maybe it was the last place they said it was two days away. So maybe it was only one day away. But I'm like, wait, I thought this was going to be a longer trip. But anyway, she gets there yeah. and it, there's like these, it, it probably was a lot. It, it probably was a long trip. They just didn't, it was like nothing well, happened along the way that yeah. there was no point in showing us that. But I mean, fair enough. Yeah. So she then arrives at the lighthouse and everything is, so there's still the ocean but there's these like crystals that are kind of 
growing from like or trees of like crystals or something and yeah it was trippy are like in front of the lighthouse yeah, all the all the skeletons and bones. Like, wh- where are all like? Not this many people came through this far in. It's like, how? Where do these come from? So she goes inside, and there is an and there's a person, just kind of like the guy that we saw before with the um with the thing in him, and then we see like his body was up against like the pool wall. We see somebody just their skeletons kind of against the, it's like it was exploded. It's kind of partly the wall. Now there's a videotape yeah. and Lena watches it and there's Kane and in a much heavier. So first of all, he does this whole speech saying like, I thought it was a, he, he, I got it. He had a Southern accent and he never had one. Anytime he was speaking the rest of the movie before. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, I, he it was like a heavy one too. It was like I thought it was a man, but here I'm not sure. I mean, not heavy, heavy, but I was like, I don't remember it, this. No, like, he has a noticeable southern twang to it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It was not in the any of the other scenes. I get why I won't spoil it yet. I don't. I get why when we first meet him, it wasn't there. I don't get why. Actually, that even then, I don't get why it wasn't there. It was never there before. I. I, I kind of understand why it's out there, but we'll 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 get to that in a bit. Um, he does this whole yeah, thing. He, he's holding the he's holding a grenade, and he says, um, "If yeah, he's like, go find Lena," and then you hear, "I will," and then he pulls it, he, and then he, who steps in front of the camera? Kevin Kane. <gasps> yeah. So the the Kane that we meet in the beginning of the movie isn't Kane, it's some genetic doppelganger that knows Kane inside and out because it is Kane and the real Kane committed suicide with a, a phosphorus grenade, which is like a really like potent incendiary grenade that just basically turned him into a charred corpse in front of this like tripod that Lena is now watching. She's watching a videotape of her husband committing suicide and then another and version meeting, of her husband. And, and, yeah, and it's like it's like, wait, so the cane that I just saw like weeks before I came into the shimmer wasn't cane and is just some weird uh genetic body double. It's like what the hell happened here? Um, and this, this is the part of the movie that gets really trippy. Oh, and I feel like damn. this scene, I, I, th- th- this scene, I feel like I need to just rewatch this whole movie just to watch this scene over and over again, because there, a lot happens in the scene and I feel like I didn't get all of it. I, yes. It, it's, it's a very, it's, it's very, it's really complex. Um, <laughs> it was, there's this hole in the ground. She then goes inside. Um, it's just like a little like narrow cave. She gets out. There's, uh, think of like Pennywise's lair, except it's not much smaller um, and there's ventress her face is all kind of weird and then she turns to lena and it returns to normal and she's like bent like and she's like lean like and she basically says like what they want is like total annihilation uh, it's like ah that's the title and um, uh-huh, roll credit. we then see like she then gets like consumed kind of by what's inside her and it's this like force, this light. It then sh- it's like kind of showing Lena a little bit of like the like the nature of it. And part of her, we see a tiny bit of her blood 
which I don't remember if ever there's no there was no blood on her, and then there was a drop of blood on her that gets sucked in, and it yeah. creates this humanoid, which is um also which the humanoid is played by Sonia Mizuno, who's the student in the very beginning. Um, side note, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's in the colors. It's like a it's like purple and blue and green. It's the same like and. They, she and she runs away. Obviously, Lena runs away. It it's there again in the lighthouse, and it's mirroring her. So everything she does, it's doing. She um, tries to escape, and then it kind of just like I thought it was suffocating her. And actually, for a second, so she's on the door. The humanoids on top of her on the door, and I thought yeah. she was just kind of pretending to kind of like like get like become weak and stuff just so the so to lessen the like weight and then you know the humanoid would back off and she would escape but no she basically comes unconscious wakes up they fight they and then she gets knocked out again (laughs) and then and then the third time and every time like and we're seeing the humanoid just like lena goes down and then the humanoid like either does it at the same time or watches for a second and then copies. Yeah. Like this thing, it's like, it's like a toddler, like mimicking its parent. It's like trying to learn through observation on Lena, by by trying to become Lena is what I, I assumed this thing was like trying to become Lena, just like the, the other doppelganger became Kane. And this is just the process of it doing that. Um, but, yeah, no, that doesn't go uh, quite according to plan uh, for this thing, or does it? Yeah, and um, it then um, it starts to transform and turn into Lena, and the face, like when it was developing, was horrifying. Like it has eyes and no yeah. mouth and nose, and then like it was like ah, like I was like I was like oh it, okay. It's it's a very slow transformation, but Lena pretty much is like had enough of it and finds a spare phosphorus grenade and just lets it rip. <laughs> She's leading it, kind of. He's following her. She picks up the grenade, hands it to the humanoid, pulls it, and then runs. And then the humanoid, like she catches on fire. Everything catches on fire. She then goes back into the hole and to the source, and then Lena's just outside everything's just on fire and then we're you know back in the she's being interrogated yeah and and every question that wong is asking her is like what do you remember she's pretty much just asking like saying like i don't know everyone's dead i don't remember what happened and pretty much just explaining like it's like this thing had no form i don't know what this thing wanted She's like, this I don't thing, think it wanted it, it, anything. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, it's like it, it wanted us, but I don't know for what purpose. It wasn't and, trying to like yeah. destroy everything or or dominate everything. It was just kind of existing. Yeah, that was the general. Um, she then's like, "Oh, where's my husband?" And he's, I guess, basically, when everything catches on fire, the shimmer kind of disappears and goes down. And so. Yeah. They're saying, oh, yeah, as far as we know, it looks like whatever it was, everything's dead. And then she goes to see Kane and she's like, you're not Kane. And he's like, no. And he's like, are you Lena? 
And I'm like, oh, they're trying to like play it off that like like Inception, like we don't know <laughs> if if yeah. it is. And- but her her eye her eyes like reflect the same way Kane's do. So it's like, is this not Lena? Is did she not die? Did she die? And this is the doppelganger. So it's like it it they they do leave it on like a weird kind of did this happen kind of thing of like did she make it out uh which i thought was really cool although i felt like we saw we saw it couldn't have been her but it would i will say it would have made sense because then i'm like wouldn't she have wanted to be next to her husband and i'm like no she would have gone back into the down the hole where she can destroy everything so it, the actions of the humanoid made sense to be lena but I don't see that it didn't make sense based on what we saw for the, for, for it to, for Natalie Portman in the end to not be the real Lena. You know what I mean? There wasn't enough of like a yeah. time lapse that we, that we saw for, to convince me that it wasn't. So I'm thinking maybe it is the humanoid and it was out. We are outsmarted or just whatever the sh- whatever was in the shimmer is still kind of with her and in her. It's one of the two. I yeah, I think she just like is heavily mutated at this point from being exposed to being in the shimmer for so long that she has essentially merged with the humanoid on some kind of a cellular level and had a bunch of micro mutations added to her and has since kind of changed into a new being that isn't entirely human, just like Kane isn't human now. Um and, and, and that's kind of what I wanted to get into with uh, Kane's choice of name. I feel like that is, I, I felt oh, like they they Bible? purposely named him Kane uh, because for those of you who don't know in the Bible, Kane is the name of uh, Adam's son who uh, committed the first murder. He killed his son. Uh, he killed his brother, Abel, Cain and Abel. And Cain is the first murderer in the Bible who committed like the ultimate sin. And I feel like that was kind of like, uh, not really an homage, but just kind of like, uh, they named him that purposely because like, he is like the original sinner. And like, this is like, uh, like the, he's like the first of his kind. And now Kane is like the first of his kind in this movie. He's the first humanoid that has since transformed into what he is now. It's the opposite. I get yeah. it's the opposite, right? I thought, Wait. Oh, no, yeah, you're Kane, Kane, Kane. killed oh, no, Abel. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I was mixing up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was okay. Yeah. I was wrong. No, it's because I, I. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was the opposite. Yes. Okay. That makes. That's a really good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know if that's intentional for this movie. That's what I kind of read into this when I realized, like, oh, his name's Kane. Like Kane and Abel. This is like. It's like, oh, is that intentional? Yeah, I I might I may be reading too much into it, but like that would be a really cool thing if that was the 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 case if they named him that. For I totally that believe purpose. it because I literally was thinking, what kind of a name is Kane? This whole movie, but it's spelled K A N E. <laughs> it's not spelled like the name in the Bible. So it, I mean, I was just like, what a weird name. Like, okay, like so yeah. I'm like a or a weird first name. I know that's more of a last name, but I mean, what, but interesting. I could be completely wrong and just reading a lot into it, but I, I feel like that is uh, a significant reason why his name is Kane in the movie. That's interesting. I totally believe it. That's yeah. I totally buy it. Um, yeah, this, this movie is, like we said, it's definitely 
it's definitely different. Um, I don't, I'm trying to, I think you can compare it to other things in terms of like character dynamic or maybe the concept, but even everything, even the way it's told is very unusual or I haven't seen any, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of films like this. Um, it's, I think it's yeah, definitely th- worth a this watch. This movie, it, it does focus a lot on the unknown. It, this movie does leave you with a lot more questions than it does answers which can be very infuriating for a lot of people i know this didn't like hit home really hard with my dad and he he watches these kinds of movies all the time like he literally watches these movies to fall asleep and this is definitely like one of the movies that's like he wasn't really a fan of because it didn't it, it left him Your dad wanting to know to what happened action type or mystery type stuff to fall asleep you know what I listen to to fall asleep? I listen to like a sitcom or something like, or a work. <laughs> I, I, I listen to mystery science. Theme. I listen to something light. I'm not going to listen to something that's unsettling, but yeah. that's just yeah, me. No. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's just kind of cool watching this movie because it does focus a lot on the unknown. And I just think it's really cool that this movie doesn't give you all the answers you're looking for. It just gives you enough to keep you, to keep you informed on what's going on in the moment. But it, it, it does leave you wanting. It's like, what did, like what happened? Did this actually happen? It's definitely um, like this. It's not like, you know, we think it's going to be a lot more straightforward than it, than it is. Um, but as, as well as it's, so there's really like one, you know, at the end when they realize, because I, I think based on the movie, because, based on the trailer, I kind of thought there was like a specific monster or there was something more, more, uh, more specific than a freshly made humanoid that's in charge and is controlling all this. But then once we kind of learn, no, it's just existing. It's not really trying to do damage or anything. It's it kind of, it definitely, it's, it's, it's not, it's different. I definitely think it's worth, worth a watch. Um, I can also, I totally see yeah. it not, I can totally believe it though, for some people not being a movie to watch over and over and over. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely not, um, I, I think it's, it's, it's not for everyone. I can definitely see it not being for everyone. Um, I thought even like, even the music, which plays in the trailer, the music when uh, Natalie Portman meets the humanoid is very like it's it's that's not even like anything I've heard of like it everything about this movie is just very unusual. Um, some some things that I thought are worth noting though. So apparently, <laughs> so one thing. Uh, so Oscar Isaac actually was filming this movie at the same time he was filming Last Jedi, and he's not he's not he's only in a few scenes in this movie. Yeah, he, he's really only in like the beginning and the end and like a couple flashback scenes sprinkled throughout the movie. So in total, he's only in the movie for like maybe 30 minutes. Maybe even less than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm being generous. But yeah, he, he's not in the movie that much, even though he is kind of a pivotal point in the movie. But he was um, basically on the same. I guess it was on the. It said it was on on IMDb. It says they were on adjacent studio lots and he had the same trailer. And that he would sometimes <laughs> shoot scenes, scenes for both movies in one day. I'm like, jeez. I know that like you know one movie he's in more and one movie he's in less, but that's gonna be exhausting. Like, 
that yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing him like reading lines for last jedi in this movie and just how weird that would feel but it's like would that be so out of character for his doppelganger in this movie it was like his he's just rehearsing is, he's just, yeah yeah he's just saying lines that he po. you're not yeah King. it's no, like I'm <laughs> it's like the jacket looks good on you <laughs> it's like what <laughs> I remember like people bringing up to me or a couple of friends brought up to me, like the whole, the part where Oscar Isaac uh, and, or when Poe and Finn reunite and he's like, is that my jacket? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, looks good on you. And they said he licked his lips and I'm like, what? And, or maybe they said, I don't know. I rewatched it. And I didn't see that at all. And I'm, I know exactly what scene they were talking about, but I'm like, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that weird. Like, Sure. Look, people know. people saw what they wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't that that's what they saw. It was just the like, I don't know. I didn't read as much into it at the yeah. time. Well, at the well, time, well, I remember like like a lot. I well, I do remember like w- like when those movies were like still like in the works and like coming out. Like everyone was like a lot of people were like theorizing. It's like, oh yeah, like Poe Tameron is like uh is like bisexual or like gay and like him and uh uh Finn are gonna get together because like their bromance is so strong it's like okay I don't see that but okay because this, this is owned by Disney like they're they're not gonna do that and then later on in Rise of Skywalker they there's like oh there's a late lesbian couple in this it's so didn't quick, see that though. coming I forgot all about it and then when I saw that you told me that people had were annoyed with it and I'm like it was so quick it's not a yeah, it, also, it literally happened it. and then that was it <laughs> also get over it it's it's coming like it's disney's gonna do it eventually like don't you can't convince yeah. me that they're not um but anyway so i just i feel like mentally that would be exhausting to do because you're just i mean i don't know it's not like he's kind of just kane's just a regular person as far as we know and poe's kind of like a more frustrating Han Solo. I just feel like mentally it would be exhausting <laughs> to get in the headspace. I feel like that's a very apt description of Poe Dameron. He's just a more exhausting <laughs> Han Solo. Because he's trying so hard to be the hero. Him and Pat. He's, he's, he's trying so hard to be the cool guy. And it's, I don't, we, uh, we're going to just have this discussion eventually. So, but we like, are. Or we're going to have it several times. Probably, yeah. probably that one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but- but the day is not the day. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, this, but this is also, so this is a series and I guess, um, apparently people, there was some, uh, got a lot of criticism because Natalie Portman and Jennifer Jason Lee's characters, I guess they're Asian and half native American. I don't know if that's both of them or whatever, but, um, they're not white basically. And, they got some crap for casting them and the director. So I thought it said that apparently he said that none of their ethnicities are at all explained or mentioned in the first book. And I kind of yeah. when I first heard that. I'm like, I mean, okay, but why would you not have checked? Because you know how people get in that we want to see diversity and all that. But then he said, but then apparently um, it doesn't come out till the second book and the second book wasn't even out yet. So there's no way he could have known. Oh, uh, okay. So like, you know, yeah, like, it's I'll, like, it's I'll like, I'm doing my, you. I'm doing my best with, with the information I had. And I got it. I mean, could they have casted a, could they have, ca- I mean, like ethnicity doesn't really 
matter at all in this movie. You have three no. white women to um Gina Rodriguez is is Hispanic. I'm Tessa Thompson I think is yeah. black or I'm not like, entirely sure. The, I'm not really sure, but she's yeah. uh not white. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, like, the movie is, like, fairly diverse. Like, I wasn't disappointed. It's like, it, like, the movie's not, like, completely, like, a whitewash like, cast. It's like, like, there's there's a fair amount of diversity in the movie, and it's like, that didn't bother me. Oh, she is Mexican. She is Hispanic. Okay, I thought yeah. she was Hispanic, but I thought, no, no, she's not. I don't know why I thought she wasn't. But anyway, she is. She's, she's Hispanic. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I didn't have a, but then again, I didn't have an issue with it. But then again, I'm, I'm white. So I don't, I didn't really <laughs> No, Like in all seriousness, I didn't, it didn't, it, the, I, I was aware that there was a lack of diversity, but it only fine. It only recently actually really clicked. Cause I realized the whole bottom line is that like, like with the whole thing with the Oscars and like how it's everyone's white. And I realized it finally clicked for me like, oh, the issue is not just that they're not getting nominated, it's that they're not getting cast. So if they can't get <laughs> casted, then they're not, of course, yeah. they're not going to get nominated. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's not okay. And, but, you know, I mean, could, could uh, Natalie Portman been played by someone who wasn't white? Yeah. But I mean, it didn't really, I don't know. I thought, I thought she was great. Um, but anyway, I thought I can get why that would get some criticism. But again, he didn't know. There's no way he could have known until after the book came out and it wasn't out. Yeah. Um, but also, um, um, I forgot what I told yeah, you. Yeah. I, 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 I genuinely do enjoy this movie. I feel like you guys should give this movie a chance. It's not for everyone, but if you're into like cosmic horror and like fear of the unknown and sci-fi fantasy or like horror, really any of that, like this movie, does fit in that genre and i'm sure you guys will give it a watch and hopefully enjoy it um i know i did this i went into this movie like a little apprehensive because i did hear really not a whole lot this movie kind of fell under the radar for a lot of people and yeah because like not that many people saw it this movie had an opening box office weekend of 11 million dollars which is really low for a movie like this with a budget of 40 million um and only when, only yeah when it came yeah, the, the, when it came out um my i remember bugging my sister telling her like you gotta go see black panther and i guess she had saw she did see annihilation but i kept bugging her to go see black panther i remember that yeah but i'm like uh yeah, I remember when I saw the trailer, I was down. I wanted to see it. I will say it is, um, like I said, it might not be for everybody. I definitely think, you know, it's worth it, you know, watch it. And if you're not into it, then don't watch it again, which I guess yeah. is the case for any movie. Um, but like, it is to me, I feel like if anything, it's not even, yeah, it is gory. Um, it is. It does get kind of, I don't really say it gets scary. I feel like if anything, it's the gore. And I think the the only time yeah. I really gasped was when the bear was screaming, was the open its mouth, and we hear Cass screaming. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, damn. Yeah. And but it's also yeah, very- the, the the bear scene and the videotape scene. I feel like are like the most like extreme in terms of like gore and horror in this movie. So if you can if you can handle that, you you will, you'll be fine for the rest of the. Oh, it's and it's not yeah, and it's not. 
I didn't, I get why, I, I don't know. I'm surprised that people got up and left. Like, it's not. Yeah. When, when I read that, it was, it's it like. Was gross, but I wasn't like. Funny. I was like, oh, what? But I, I don't know. It never occurred to me to, I didn't pause and take a break necessarily. So I don't, I don't know. But um, it's also, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like the bear scene and the very end scene with the humanoid was probably the most like, what? Visually interesting. It's visually interesting, yeah. but also what is happening? Like, it's just, yeah. you, you can't, I, there's no way you can expect what's coming and what's gonna happen um it's it's definitely it's it's definitely it's really interesting i think it's especially it's pretty it's i it's pretty interesting especially since it is a heavily female cast um which is pretty cool and um and they're all super badass women and it's i mean natalie portman's pretty badass in most things she does but then again i haven't seen every single natalie portman movie so i don't know um (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it is it is a very uh, interesting movie, to say the least. If you're interested, give it a watch. And just remember, uh, Kevin and Sam sent you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I guess that'll be it for this week. Um, you got anything else to add, Sam? Oh, actually, so it's very quick. Yep. Apparently, um... So remember on uh, Back to Stranger Things, uh, Murray, the the weird journalist conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. So I guess apparently he's going to be made a series regular season four. Oh, sweet. It's like, yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> when, yeah. When this show I, I, ends, I'm, I'm I want really him to get a spinoff. I'd be down for that. He's hilarious. He is. He is a. He is a, a an underrated character. I feel like in that show, he was kind of a joke character. There's like. All right, he's he's kind of being taken a little bit more seriously. Was now. he in the first season? It's been a while since I've watched the first season. Like briefly, I think he's just kind of like a joke character. Because I don't think when we meet him in the second one, it was for the first time. It was like, oh, that guy. I feel like he's that actor that I see in a ton of things. And yeah, I'm always like, it's been oh, a while since I've guy. seen the first two seasons, but I think he does make an appearance in the first season, just like really briefly. And but they also did. I never, I never did it but did you ever do like if you dial this number and you're gonna hear a voicemail from murray saying hey joyce it's murray i found something out about hopper or something blah 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 i didn't i didn't, <laughs> I didn't call so i didn't i didn't hear it but one of my friends like oh did you call i'm like no i will i read what the voicemail was so i'm like i don't really need to call i i know what he says but i feel like it, it's he was such a delight he's such a delight like so i'm so glad that He's gonna uh, be more involved with what's going on. Um, yeah, that that'd be nice. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we're good. Like, I think I'm good. Yeah, like, that sounds. Yeah. yeah. See, um, when we talk yeah. about a bad movie. <laughs> on, we're gonna go on, on that forever. solid ending right there. Um, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson, and keep on listening. Keep on watching movies, and keep it yeah, real. Uh, yeah, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Google, uh, share with your friends, and uh, leave a comment somewhere on which movie you guys want us to do next. Um, in the meantime, bye-bye. See you next week. Bye.